Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Thank you for joining me here this Wednesday morning for Morning Prayer. As we continue using the daily office, this Anglican devotion practice of morning prayer and evening prayer, liturgies that are spoken every day to help keep us focused as we fellowship with the Lord in worship and the Word. So I will be reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. That church's website is anglicanchurch.net, if you would like to find out more information. If you would like to follow along with the service, if you were to click on the More tab, and then click on Resources, on that page, look for Book of Common Prayer. And then on that page that comes up, you will find links to the different services in the prayer book, including morning prayer. Uh, Also, another great resource is dailyoffice2019.com. This website has the entire uh, service for morning prayer, including the correct readings and psalms and collects. And it's all on one page. You can go through the service from beginning to end. So, however you choose to participate, thank you so much for joining me here. Let's take a moment here before we begin our time in worship, just to spend some time in silence to prepare our hearts for this time with the Lord. Okay, so this is, again morning prayer for Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. In the church calendar, this would be the Wednesday after the last Sunday after Pentecost. That Sunday is also known as the Sunday of Christ the King. And we will begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
and grants, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Venite together. It will begin and end with an antiphon with the response, O come, let us adore him. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for morning prayer for this 29th day of the month begin with Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me out and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts from afar. You examine my path and my places of rest, and are acquainted with all my ways. Indeed, there is not a word on my tongue, but you, O Lord, know it altogether. You have enclosed me behind and before, and have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, so excellent I cannot attain to it. Where shall I go then from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the grave, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall your hand lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, then shall my night be turned to day. 
Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as clear as the day. The darkness and the light to you are both alike. For you yourself made my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret and fashioned in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my substance while I was yet unformed, and in your book were all my members written, which day by day were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How dear to me are your thoughts, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I were to count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am present with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, you bloodthirsty men, for they speak unrighteously against you. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those, O Lord, who hate you? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? Indeed, I hate them with a perfect hatred. They have become my own enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, and examine my thoughts. Look well if there be any way of wickedness in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Then going on to Psalm 140. Deliver me, O Lord, from evildoers, and preserve me from the violent, who imagine evil in their hearts, and stir up strife all the day long. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the ungodly. Preserve me from the violent, who have purposed to overthrow my steps. The proud have laid a snare for me, and spread out a net with cords. They have set traps in my way. I have said unto the Lord, You are my God. Hear the voice of my prayers, O Lord. O Lord God, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Let not the ungodly have their desire, O Lord. Let not their evil imagination prosper, lest they be too proud. Let not those who encompass me lift up their heads. Let the evil of their own lips consume them. Let hot, burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire and into the pit, that they may never rise up again. A slanderer shall not prosper upon the earth. Evil shall hunt the wicked person to overthrow him. I am sure that the Lord will avenge the poor, and maintain the cause of the helpless. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto your name and the just shall continue in your sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson continues in the Apocrypha. This is a reading from Ecclesiasticus, 
The Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, beginning with the tenth chapter in the first verse. A wise magistrate educates his people, and the rule of an intelligent person is well-ordered. As the people's judge is, so are his officials. As the ruler of the city is, so are all its inhabitants. An undisciplined king ruins his people, but a city becomes fit to live in through the understanding of its rulers. The government of the earth is in the hand of the Lord, and over it he will raise up the right leader for the time. Human success is in the hand of the Lord, and it is he who confers honor upon the lawgiver. Do not get angry with your neighbor for every injury, and do not resort to acts of insolence. Arrogance is hateful to the Lord and to mortals, and injustice is outrageous to both. Sovereignty passes from nation to nation on account of injustice and insolence and wealth. How can dust and ashes be proud? Even in life the human body decays. A long illness baffles the physician. The king of today will die tomorrow. For when one is dead, he inherits maggots and vermin and worms. The beginning of human pride is to forsake the Lord. The heart has withdrawn from its maker. For the beginning of pride is sin. And the one who clings to it pours out abominations. Therefore the Lord brings upon them unheard-of calamities, and destroys them completely. The Lord overthrows the thrones of rulers, and enthrones the lowly in their place. The Lord plucks up the roots of the nations, and plants the humble in their place. The Lord lays waste the lands of the nations, and destroys them to the foundations of the earth. He removes some of them and destroys them, and erases the memory of them from the earth. Pride was not created for human beings, or violent anger for those born of women. Whose offspring are worthy of honor? Human offspring. Whose offspring are worthy of honor? Those who fear the Lord. Whose offspring are unworthy of honor? human offspring. Whose offspring are unworthy of honor? Those who break the commandments. Among family members, their leader is worthy of honor, but those who fear the Lord are worthy of honor in his eyes. The rich and the eminent and the poor, their glory is the fear of the Lord. It is not right to despise one who is intelligent but poor, and it is not proper to honor one who is sinful. The prince and the judge and the ruler are honored, but none of them is greater than the one who fears the Lord. Free citizens will serve a wise servant, and an intelligent person will not complain. Do not make a display of your wisdom when you do your work. And do not boast when you are in need. Better is the worker who has goods in plenty than the boaster who lacks bread. My child, honor yourself with humility, 
and give yourself the esteem you deserve. Who will acquit those who condemn themselves? And who will honor those who dishonor themselves? The poor are honored for their knowledge, while the rich are honored for their wealth. One who is honored in poverty, how much more in wealth? And one dishonored in wealth, how much more in poverty? Here ends the reading. Let us say the Te Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with the 23rd chapter and the 12th verse. When it was day, the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink, till they had killed Paul. There were more than forty who made this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, we have strictly bound ourselves by an oath to taste no food till we have killed Paul. Now therefore, you, along with the council, give notice to the tribune to bring him down to you, as though you were going to determine his case more exactly. And we are ready to kill him before he comes near. Now the son of Paul's sister heard of their ambush, so he went and entered the barracks and told Paul, Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the tribune, for he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the tribune and said, Paul the prisoner called me and asked me to bring this young man to you, as he has something to say to you. 
The tribune took him by the hand, and going aside, asked him privately, What is it that you have to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though they were going to inquire somewhat more closely about him. But do not be persuaded by them, for more than forty of their men are lying in ambush for him, who have bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now they are ready, waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man, charging him, Tell no one that you have informed me of these things. Then he called two of the centurions and said, Get ready two hundred soldiers, with seventy horsemen and two hundred spearmen, to go as far as Caesarea at, at the third hour of the night. Also, provide mounts for Paul to ride, and bring him safely to Felix, the governor. And he wrote a letter to this effect. Claudius Lysias, to His Excellency the Governor Felix. Greetings. This man was seized by the Jews, and was about to be killed by them when I came upon them with the soldiers and rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman citizen. And desiring to know the charge for which they were accusing him, I brought him down to their council. I found that he was being accused about questions of their law, but charged with nothing deserving death or imprisonment. And when it was disclosed to me that there would be a plot against this man, I sent him to you at once, ordering his accusers also to state before you what they have against him. So the soldiers, according to their instructions, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. And on the next day they returned to the barracks, letting the horsemen go on with him. When they had come to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they presented Paul also before him. On reading the letter, he asked what province he was from, and when he learned that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing when your accusers arrive. And he commanded him to be guarded in Herod's praetorium. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, 
the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the last Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing, and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer up your own uh, prayers and intercessions to the Lord in your own words, and we'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let us say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. You have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to pray with me this morning. I hope this has been an edifying time for you. If it has, or if you have any questions or comments, or prayer requests, uh, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at commonprayer419. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it, if you've not already done so. That way you don't miss any services yet to come. I put out morning and evening prayer every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer, 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. So make sure that you're able to catch as many of those as possible just to get that good habit forming in your life. Just like any like any good habit, the more we do it, the more we commit to it, the greater the results are. So I pray that if you feel this is a way for you to get into devotion, get into a regular prayer life that you just commit to it and that God just blesses you through this experience and through this discipline. It is a discipline, but the rewards are absolutely worth it. So having said all that, I will wrap up for today, for this morning. I will be back uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern today with evening prayer But until then, 
This has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. May God bless you, and I will see you next time.